Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya White. Glad that God saw fit to connect us together. I, 
Isn't he so good? I just love that about him. <laughs> he connects the right people for the right time and the right reasons. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. supposed to be on her. Hey, Lothario, this is our 25th show. Can you believe that? Wow. I cannot Congrats. believe it. Congratulations. I hope you have 250 more. Oh, we're trying. It's a lot of hard work. But listen, <laughs> you've been on five of those 25 shows, so you are in the real talk, TIP of great people on the show. You just oh, in that you. exclusive club. <laughs> Tremendously well, important you, people. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, tremendously important. You know I'm going to steal that, right? I'm going to steal it. And I probably won't give you credit for it. Oh, yes, you will. Because <laughs> no, when it comes no. out your mouth, you're like, I've got to give Tanya credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel, what's going on in North Carolina? Well, we are having these summer, these early spring-like temperatures again, and um, – you know, a brother is working hard to get his hustle on and get his stand on his grind, and um, you know, just trying to make things happen. Um, you know, so just in every chance I get, I'm I'm trying to listen to you. I'm trying to read read your work, and and, and I'm trying to to give my my humble opinion about relationships and how we can make them better. We we both do a lot of research, and I and we both do a lot of reading, and you know, I. I, I, I read a lot of articles that I come across, whether it be in magazines or on the net, and uh, you know I try to stay in tune to what's going on, and, and I stay, you know, talk to my friends, my female, my female friends, and believe me, they keep me, they keep me in check on what's real. Yeah, it's so. always good to have a good sounding board who is of the opposite gender. Yeah, yeah. I, I, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I've learned more from, you know, I, and, the, and the sad part about it is, is that, and I, I think I've said this before, women get together, you guys have your soirees and you get your pajamas and your ice cream and your popcorn and movies. You guys get together and, you know, you just hash it out and you talk about what's going on with you and your relationships, your husband's boyfriends, wannabe boyfriends, friends with benefits, who, whoever that guy may be, yeah. and you guys talk real. Yeah. Men, we get together maybe, talk about sports, lie about the women we've been with, um, and maybe get some superficial information on what we can do to um, to make our relationships better. And usually the person that's advising us doesn't have any more sense than we do. So often, sometimes we just get our information that is just so far off base. And we just don't connect like, like women do. And it's a shame. Let it's me let me let you in on a little secret. Everything you just said, women do. There's a, we get together, but most of the time, unless you're you're really ready to be truthful with your friends, you're not. I've been in in, in where people are very superficial, and like oh really? Say, oh yes, and, you know, uh, say things that are not true and uh, try to make themselves seem more than there are. So women do it too. So once again, it proves, it proves the point that we're we're not so um, dissimilar. We we have more in common than we don't. Yes, exactly. So, so, um, so you know, and it leads me to um, some other things. You know, there's been a uh, pr- proliferation of um, of these songs about independent women and how a woman can take care of herself, and there's there's nothing wrong with that, and and um, I don't know if, if this is the time to talk about it, if we if we need to go over um, 
you know, do some housekeeping things first. But but um, I wanted to talk yeah, about let's, in- let's, let's let's talk about that. Let me welcome everybody in the chat. We have nine okay. people in the chat already, Lothario. I'm telling okay, you, wonderful. man. People <laughs> love Mr. Boyd. Well, they love they love Kanye, and they just kind of curious as to see what Mr. Boyd is going to say. <laughs> I well, think that's we, what it is. We have um, uh, hello to the revivalist, Curvy Queen. Thank you for coming back, and we have a lot of guests. We have callers on the phone already, and if you Wonderful. want to speak, just remember to um, press the one. But we do have a guest uh, in our third segment, Mr. Dadon Tolbert. He is Block Talk uh, radio host and author of the book, The Love We Had, which is a novel I want to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, and so we, we can get to the announcements later. Go ahead, Mr. Boyd. <laughs> independent women, you didn't in, uh, spark my interest. Well, you know, there seems to be this. Um, the, the landscape is changing, and I'm hearing a lot of songs now about. I have my, um, Beyonce has a has a song called "A Diva Is Just a Female Version of a Hustler." Yeah, and they've got this song. Neo has Miss Independent. And I don't know the name of the group as the I N D E P E N D E. I don't know their name. <laughs> that was my but, summer jam last year. <laughs> but but um but here's my concern is that women I know women have been frustrated for a long time, mm-hmm. and what the what they seem to be saying now, or the or what the what the environment seems to be saying now is since I can't depend on a man to take care of me. I'm going to take care of myself. So now I don't need you to to do that. So now I don't have to deal with any unrealistic expectations or disappointments. The thing is, though, for me, is it's just another, um, to me, it's another blow to us men because it lets us off the hook once again from what used to be our responsibility. We we used to take pride in, in being able to take care of the woman that we were with. And now what we're we're celebrating um, her deferring that responsibility um, to herself. She's saying, rather than depend on you, I'm going to depend on myself. So I, I think that's a I think that's a sad comment on on men because essentially women are saying that since I can't have what I want in you, I'm not even going to expect that from you anymore. So, wow, that's a good insight. Uh, so, so, and it, and it, for a brother like myself who prides himself, you know, I'm striving to put myself in a position, and where I can say, you know what, taking care of the house is not your responsibility. You getting your hair done is not your responsibility. That's the re- because you're a reflection of me. And so, if you want to know what a man th- how how a man feels about responsibility, look at his wife or his girlfriend. Wow. And it, because she will reflect what he thinks about those things. Um, I, I always said that any woman that's with me, you don't wash your own vehicle. You don't. That's not your. You don't have to. You're not supposed to worry about stuff like that. That's my job. My job. You, you know. In in a lot of cultures, and 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 this is where I think we we may be missing it. Many cultures require the young man that's courting a woman to to pay a dowry. And what and the and the reason why you do that is because you want to show the father of the of the woman that I can take care of your daughter in at least the same capacity that you are doing now. Wow. And 
and you know, back in the uh, up until the '60s, we used to have a ritual where, in the courting phase, you used to have to come to the woman's house. You couldn't come any kind of way. You had to dress up. You had to have on but a jacket. Do we even court anymore? We don't. We don't. Even, I, I generate the the generation below me knows nothing about courting. No, no, we we don't. We we lost it as an art with the um, in the '60s and the '70s with the proliferation of the feel good movement. Because with, with with the feel good movement, we threw out everything. We threw some of the rules out the window and said, "Look, whatever makes you feel good, that's what you do." So, Letario, you have some waves in the chat. That's why we love you here, Real Talk. Angel <laughs> Eyes wants to know, "Can we clone you?" I know, <laughs> I know. But let me go back to a point you made about the song, because okay. there's okay. a there's a pro and a con to that. I think okay. we've taken it to the extreme because women have been uh, on the uh, low end of the totem pole for so long, mm-hmm. and now that it's, we finally have um, recognition, you know, in, in certain arenas, we're making, it's still not equal, but we're making lots of money, have mm-hmm. powerful positions. Yes. And so what some men, and let me say some men. Right, right. Um think that just because the woman has that, that they do not need them. But I have to go back to Jill Scott's song, says I need you. I can do all those things, but I need you for certain other things. I may right. make more than you, mm-hmm. I, I may, but I don't want you, a real woman doesn't flaunt that in, any, in a man's face. She humbles herself and makes the man feel, you know, don't look at the material because there's so many other things that you have to offer. Right. But going back to that, the courting phase, and like you said, um, there's certain things that men, uh, they just innately do. Uh, it's the father in them. My father used to do all those things. Mm-hmm. And when I used to date and and, gym, and guys didn't do certain things because I'm a daddy's girl. I grew up with certain things that my daddy said this uh-huh. is what should do, mm-hmm. and when it didn't happen, I'm thinking, why are you not doing this? Right, you know, right. There's a little, but, little tension came in. So. But, but I think that's a key component, Tanya, is that, you, you know, your father was there. Yes. So he created what your expectations should be. So, so for many of the younger generation, uh, you know, 35 and under, you know, they grew up without their father in place. So... So the women don't have an expectation. They don't have a framework for what the man is supposed to do because he wasn't in place. And then for the men, it's a, it's a downfall because now we don't have a role. We don't have an example. So we build, we build our behavior based on how we interact with our mom. So mom is, the nur- mm-hmm. mom is the nurturer. She's the one who's doing everything for us. So now we get in a relationship, and we expect the woman to be like our mom, take mm-hmm. care of us, wash our clothes, cook our food, tell us when, when to go, you know, when to go pay a bill, mm. when to come home. Mm. So, so now we don't have that, we don't have that, that strong male um, father figure. Well, some, and we're, many of us are fortunate that we still do have a father figure who can speak into our lives and say, son, this is, this, this is what you should do when it comes to a woman. But as a general rule, we don't have that anymore. We lost that when the old men used to sit down with the younger men and yeah. say, boy, this is how you treat a woman. You can't get a woman like this. You mm-hmm. go out and do this and that and this, that, and the third. So, so 
that's a key component. So now you go out here, you think you know what you're doing because I'm grown, but you don't have the framework from which to from which to uh, make the most beneficial decisions, and then you end up working with a whole bunch of crap that you have to sort out, and you and you're emotionally connected before you realize maybe this person is not the right person for me. That's why you're here. But on that too, uh, ladies, uh, females don't have that good role model. My mother taught me how to be a lady. She said okay. things. These these are things you. Sh- this is what you should and should not do. This is what ladies do. So I had that balance and process. And like I said, mm-hmm. I'm a teacher, and so I see it. Mm-hmm. Kids don't have women in their lives to to nurture them. They're really fending for themselves. Majority of kids who are coming from single parent homes. Because we're going to talk about baby mama and baby daddy drama because they're entangled in that, and so they're not raising their kids. They're not giving their kids uh, standards, expectations. This right. is how you should act. So it's a lot, a whole lost in space generation right now, which if you just joined us, we're talking about I hate that I love you. We have our wonderful co-host, Mr. Lothario Boyd. And Mr. Boyd, we have yeah. a caller who has have their hands raised up, and I think this is the incredible one herself, Miss. Jervie, let me see. Okay. Hello? Hi, Tanya. You're right. It's Danielle. Hello. How are you, Miss Jervie? Hi, Miss Jervie. And I am already enjoying the show. Wonderful. Hi, Lothariel. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing this evening? I am doing well. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I think that you hit so many things right on, but I have a difference of opinion on, and maybe it's just me, I don't know if I'm an island, but I don't look at independent as meaning that I don't need a man. I look at independent as meaning that I am validated by my own self-esteem. So in the meantime, it's okay to do what I have to do for myself, but I, I fully recognize my role and I recognize my position in the hierarchy of marriage. Right, so I right. my role is to submit when that man hears from God and he can effectively lead me. But in mm-hmm. the meantime, because I'm independent, I'm validated by my self-esteem and my relationship with Christ, so I don't have to um, be one of those women who has to have a man or doesn't have uh, to have a man. I, I, I got you. And, and, and I'm glad you brought that up. So let, let me clarify what I mean. Um, what I meant was, uh, and and I, I think that's wonderful. In fact, as a man, I prefer a woman like that who can handle her own business and who can, who is confident in who she is. I, and you know, I like a little snap. You know, I I don't I don't mind that at all. I'm not intimidated by that. I, I, what I really meant was that um, in the relationship arena, men are fi- men are finding it acceptable not to do their be- not to do their best, not to give their best. Because they're looking at the their their expectation is that the woman will fill the gap for their for our shortcomings. I I, I didn't mean that a woman is not complete without a man. I I would never I would never say that. Um, in in fact, I think men need. I'm I'm convinced that men need women more than women need men, because as a general rule, women have a tendency to be um, more go getters. They have a tendency to act on what they think is beneficial for them um, and because they're nurturers. So we have a tendency to be a little less confident, a little less, uh, a, little, a little more shaky in making decisions. Um, 
what what I meant was is that we seem to be lose men men seem to be losing that characteristic of having taking pride in being able to say even if I don't have to pay your bills I can because that I feel like that's part of my role as the leader and as your protector. Um, I, I, I certainly hope I, I certainly did not mean to indicate that a woman should depend on a man. I, I would never ever say that. Okay. No, you didn't. You, what you said was based on the songs that are out there now that women are taking on this stance that I can do it all by myself. And okay. I just, because when I look at, and I mean, I hear those songs and, you know, every once in a while you might even catch me getting my groove on to them. Right, right, right. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Right. But when I think about being independent, it doesn't mean I don't need a man because, and I think, Tanya, you said it perfectly. We, you know, I, we're interdependent, which is the reason why it, back in the day, in the very beginning, God said, let me make a helpmate. Let me make a right. mate that's suitable for man because clearly okay. we do need to be together and we need each other to survive. But I think that as women, in the meantime, we need to get to a place where our self-esteem is healthy enough that we can handle it but recognize what our position is so that when he does present himself, we're ready to, to step into the role that we were created to fill. Well said. Well said. I'm awesome. in 100% agreement, agreement with that. Awesome. awesome. Do you have anything awesome. else? Are you going to listen, Miss Jarvie? Hanging out. I, I'm not leaving. I'll raise my hand again if I need to. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to mute you out just for a second. Okay. Thanks for okay. that was That was well said. Well yes. said. She's and, an incredible and, one. Yes, she she is. And 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 um, and again, I think any real man worth his salt. And my now, this is just my opinion. Wants a woman who is exactly like that. Who who says, you know what? I I can hold it. I'm deferring the leadership role to you because I trust you and I believe in you. But don't get it twisted. It's not like I can't do it. Um. And 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 I value I, I value a woman like that who is, who is secure in herself because now I don't have to help shape her, you know now we can just grow to, we can grow together and and the same thing you know, um, I'm going to nurture her just like she nurtures me, but but I like I like someone who is confident and who has their own opinion and who has no problem voicing that and I think any real man, any real man does feel the same way. Exactly. It goes back to what we always say. You have to first know who you are, and when you know who mm-hmm. you are, you're going to attract the person who compliments you, and you're not going to settle for anything. Uh, uh, lost my train of thought, Mr. Boyd. <laughs> A number Stay popped with up. Stay with me. <laughs> you're not going to attract anybody who does not compliment who you are or right. bring you right. drama. Which brings right. us to another uh, a point of uh, why people do stay with people that uh, I have a I have a family member. He always says, you know, you know she's not, you know we're not going to be together, but he's always with her. Why do men mm-hmm. do that, Mister Boyd? He doesn't um, do anything serious, but you know she's there right now, so he's gonna. And I'm well, like, bro, why are you with her? Right. I mean, he, she's fulfilling an emotion. It, it fulfills an emotional need. Some people say it's better to deal with the devil you know than the one that you don't know. Oh. So many times we, even though something is, even though our situation is messed up, at least we know what to expect from it. And we can say, okay. all right, I can deal with that. 
it's not always it's not always bad. And then we start we start rationalizing. Well, you know, it can be good. We don't always have you know. Sometimes we have good good days, good moments. You know, it, it, especially if it's a physically a physical relationship. You know, where the the two are still having sex. Right. Um, so it's it's just enough to keep them. You know, to and they and then they have the emotional. Im, um, entanglement involvement and so you have to now that in order to go separate ways and do better they have to they have to let go and sometimes people are so afraid of letting go they're so afraid that they can't find they won't find something better that they stay in it even though they're not fulfilled yeah and what I, i tell him all the time because she's more deeply emotionally connected because she's always pressuring him now about getting married, all her friends. You know, they're mm-hmm. 25, so everybody's wow, either yeah. getting married, living together, having babies. Right. And they right. haven't done either. And so now she's pressuring him. And I'm like, okay, even though you say it with your words, because your actions don't line up and you're always with her, you know, every event, every holiday, she's not, she's not hearing what you're saying. So... Well, he's doing he's doing that as a he thinks that's going to uh, pacify her and oh. and get that and get her off his off his neck a little bit about getting married. My thing is this: if a man wants you to if a man wants to marry you, you won't have to ask him is he going to marry you. He's exactly. going to let you know. And you know, you know, you you have that aha moment when you get thirty and and knocking on forty. But mm-hmm. they're 25, and I have to remember when I was 25. Well, that's true. That's true. Things, but I, you know, I wish I had somebody who would kick it to me real about right. what's going on. But hey, Lothario, once again, we have a caller from Colorado. Okay. Let's click them on. 720, welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Hi, Tanya. This is Tisha Johnson. How are you? All right. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing really good. Yes, you're in our Tell Us in 10. But did you have something to contribute? I'm just listening. I know that I'm supposed to come on like around 730, so I'm just listening until you get to me. Okay. (laughs) I'm finding the conversation very interesting. Okay. Well, I'm going to mute you out for about five more minutes, and then we're going to bring you on at 730, okay? Okay. Thanks. thanks. (laughs) That is our Tell Us in 10 sister spotlight. Oh, okay. Um, she had her hand up, but we have some great conversation. If you just joined us, we're talking about I hate that I love you. We have Mr. Lothario Boyd on. She's giving some good, good information. Lothario, do you have any announcements right now, or you want to go there? Well, um, I do. Um, you know, of course, everybody n- knows that you can. You know, you need. Listen, guys, you need to sign if you haven't already done so. You need to sign up for Tanya's Tips at www.tanyawhite.com. These are nuggets for everyday living, and they're going to help you. They help me, okay? Um, And also, oh, you're so welcome. You know, she talks about me being gracious, but I have not, you know, it's it's hard to meet someone as as intelligent, as articulate as you are, but who is still as, as is as humble as you, and I and I just appreciate you so much. Oh, yeah. and, um, and listen, guys, you can purchase your autographed copies of Relationship Reruns, um, which I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed, and and How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, which I also enjoyed. Um, 
at the same website, www.tanyawhite.com, or you can go to www.amazon.com. And listen, Mr. Boyd, you have a fantastic book also, The Man's Guide to Finding the Perfect Mate. Get it at Gibraltar Publications. And Gibraltar yes. Publication is G-I-B-R-A-L-T-A-R publications.com. And I'm going to put it up in the chat too. Okay, okay. And then we also would like to, you know, you, um, there's also affordable and effective advertising sponsorships yes. for those who may be interested. Uh, they're available for Real Talk with Tanya White, also at www.tanyawhite.com, or you can email realtalk at tanyawhite.com. So do it. People are, it's a, the show is growing. Our, our listenership is growing. And it's, I'm telling you, it's going to be hot. You want to get in now. You want to get in now, start getting start uh, getting advertising space because it's going to be too late. <laughs> you wait too long. That's why you're here, Mr. Boyd. You make me, I have to look around sometimes and say, is he talking about me? I'm talking about Y-O-U. You, yeah, no, no, not, not right there. You, you, okay. yes, you. <laughs> well, listen, thank everyone for coming uh, in. We're going to, it's going to be a hot show. We're going to click uh, Miss Tanisha Johnson on, but Lothario, you know I love music. Yes. And we have to take a music break. And I okay. want to play Jill Scott. I need you, okay? Okay, and I need we'll, you too. I know. And we'll be <laughs> back in about three minutes, 30 seconds. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do.
Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. We're talking about I Hate That I Love You, Mr. Boyd. Yes, ma'am. All right, you've gotten some rave reviews in the chat. I love oh, well, you as a co-host, man. <laughs> I love I, I love the fact that you let me do this. I, yeah. I, I can't stand it. I'm so tickled. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we all this month we've been having our Tell Us in 10 Sister and Business Spotlight, and tonight we have Tanisha Johnson. You know those little uh, show promo trailers that I send out to everyone? Mm-hmm. Have you got one of those? Well, she is the creator of those masterpieces, and so I was ecstatic when she said she would love to do uh, this Tell Us in 10, so I'm going to click on right now. Okay. Miss Johnson? Hi, Tanya. I'm here. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Thank you so much for being so patient. Oh, no problem. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. So honored. <laughs> what the hell is your business, sister? Um, well, first and foremost, I like to think of myself as an author and a writer. Um, I have a few books that are published. Uh, I have a mystery novel, an inspirational book that I did with two other authors, and I also have a romance um, e-book. Um, and also I do uh, book trailers, and that's what you mentioned earlier, just trailers. I help out various authors who are or publishers who are needing a um, a book trailer for their for their novel. Yes. So that's a you little bit about what trailers. I do. You do fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. In a fantastic turnaround time and at a fantastically affordable price. Yes. <laughs> so, so, awesome. uh, I was going to say, we may need to talk, Miss Tanisha Johnson. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. You so, I mean, she just takes your vision to the next stratosphere. Oh, I appreciate that. I try to do my best because I know, like, you know, as an author, you really want to, you know, express your book, let the world know about your book, what you know, what's going on with it. So I try to, I really take, like, people's book trailers that I do personal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how long have you been doing that? The trailers, I probably have started doing that maybe for about two years now. Okay. Okay. Fantastic job. You need, if you need a trailer, you need to uh, contact, give us your contact information. Okay, well, I'll give everybody my website because uh, they can contact me through there, and it's www.tanisha, that's T-I-N-I-S-H-A, NicoleJohnson.com. Okay. Now, okay. you said you have uh, several books. Yeah, I have a couple of books out. Uh, my most recent book is entitled Somebody Prayed for Me. Um, I wrote that with two other authors. Uh, it's a book with various short stories, poems, um, and it's just really about the adversity that we go through in life. Um, It deals with some very, like, emotional problems like abuse, rape, uh, things of that nature. There's a lot of social issues that are going on in the world, and it's, it's really to, we wrote it to inspire others to, you know, know that, you are not alone. Other people are going through problems that, that you are going through. So, And some of the stories are based off uh, true events. Some are fictional. So, And that's available now. And then my other book, it's a mystery novel. It's about a woman who's – that book is called Searchable Whereabouts. And that book um, is about a woman who's trying to unravel uh, – 
the mysterious death of her of her beloved uncle when it just it's a fictional book just takes you into how what she uncovers um she uncovers some family secrets about her uncle and his past life and into her family so so yeah okay but there you you have any questions well now now for those of us who may not be quite as literary literarily savvy as you two are what exactly is a book trailer because when i think of trailer i think of a movie trailer um like how snippets from you know some of the best parts of the movie to compel interest in viewing so um kind of kind of you know tell us uh, tell me a little bit about that okay well yes it's it's really it's really just the same thing as when you think of a movie trailer the book trailer is the same thing it just gives you a visual look it's like a mini commercial just basically taking the book description and making it into um you know something visual that you can see it gives you a glimpse a visual glimpse into what the book is about so that's really all it is does that entail like using flash and maybe some animation and um, yeah, like pictures. Uh, there'll be words, music. Yeah. So if you, I mean, if you go to my website, you'll see some uh, samples from some book trailers. <laughs> and oh, you can visit KanyeWhite.com on my front page. Oh yeah. You see the fantastic uh, book trailer for Relationship Reruns also. Okay. Fantastic, okay. and she has music, pictures. She's phenomenal, phenomenal. And I'm putting information <laughs> in the chat. And uh, TanishaNicoleJohnson.com. And uh, it's just another out-of-the-box marketing uh, so people can see inside your book exactly what it is. If you know what movie trailers are, that's exactly what a book trailer is. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. And I, I mean, I think the book trailers are really great for authors. I mean, because you can post them on YouTube and, like, Google videos. And there's so many sites out there that you can you know, just another promotional tool gets the word out about your book or business. So yes, and people do look at those trailers. They may it may take them a while before they buy the book, but they'll click and click that trailer. To oh see yes, what's going on and just uh, for real. And, and Tanya, I've seen people have really looked at the trailers for you, I know. like hundreds like and hundreds of people. They love the trailers. I'm, I think it's the music and then the little caption. Uh, yeah. I think it's it's it, and like I said the 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 trailers instead of sending out an e blast with all the information, the trailers are just a fun way to uh, see what's going on. Because I send them out for all the shows, the monthly shows of, for the month too. And so, like you said, yeah, they they're loving those, Tanisha. I'm glad you connected. I'm glad they are. Oh yes. <laughs> So anything else coming up for you before uh, we have to say goodbye? Um, not, I'm working on a, a nonfiction book. It's kind of like a self-help. I won't get too much into that because I'm still working on it. Okay. But, um, but yeah, my books are available on my website. I'll give that out one more time. Um, people can go there and sign up for my free uh, newsletter. And I'm also running a contest on my book. So, yeah, I would just like everyone to just visit my, my website. And, again, that's at uh, www.tanisha.com. Yes, and if you need a book trailer at an affordable price, she does great turnaround time, too. She's very <laughs> yes. Please yeah. go to Tanisha Nicole Johnson. Well, I will definitely be in contact. And tell them okay. that you heard it on Real Talk with Tanya White. 
Please do. And that's exactly. Girl, I heard you on Real Talk. Yes. She but, will do that. Yes, okay. I love to hear from people who are interested in getting a trailer done for their book. Well, thank you so much, Tanisha. Continued success. And, you know, I'm going to send you something in probably next week for our April show. (laughs) Cool. uh, That sounds good. We're going to stay connected all year because you do a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Thank you, Tanya. And you have a great, I guess, the weekend's almost over. A great next week. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. I'm going to meet you out. I hope you can stay. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Tanisha. All right, Mr. Boyd. And I know she must be excellent because if she's connected to you, she's got to be excellent. So. She's just so awesome. I, I, that I have no question. <laughs> I'm putting it in your Lothario bank. <laughs> All the compliments. Because <laughs> I'm bound to mess up sooner or later. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like Tanya, remember that nice thing I said about you? <laughs> Can oh. I get some grace? Can I get some mercy? <laughs> oh. Okay. And I will more than likely do the same, so. Okay. Listen, okay. Lothario, we're almost to that time where Daydan Tolbert, our uh, relationship, our guest for tonight, is going to come on. So we're going to take a, another break. We're going to do some commercials. Okay. Then we're going to come back and okay. introduce him and have some more hot topics about All right. um, love. We're going to get into that baby mama drama, baby daddy drama. I know you write about it in your book, too. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, the summer's coming up. Yeah, <laughs> you know y'all get crazy when it get hot. Y'all, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh my goodness, we don't say that for the next segment. But, <laughs> whoo, already, already. So we're gonna do some commercials, and we'll be back in about three minutes to introduce our guest for the evening, Daydon Talbot. Alrighty. Man, what's going on, Jermaine, man? I'm looking for the quartet hour today, man. Man, I know, but we got to call Randy, man, so he know to do this interview. Let's call him. All right, man, let's do that right now, man. Hello? Man, what, what are you doing? What? Who is this? Is this you from Wall? This is Jermaine, man. This is Jermaine. Let me tell you something. Don't be there fighting your voice up to me. I know it's you. Randy. This is my pick we met, man. Randy, we're doing a quarter hour commercial. Huh? We do what? We do what? Look, y'all, during the quarter hour every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we be doing please know. We be having fun, and you know Randy be crazy. Yeah, man, all I want is my chicken. I'm going to do a quarter with you, but I can't say Jesus until I get my quarter chicken. Wow. Man, y'all make sure y'all join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday oh. at 2 p.m. Gotta go. They're knocking at the door again. Here we go. Gotta go. Talk to you later. Peace out. <laughs> Who's Spike Spielberg? Who? <laughs> Spike Spielberg? I don't know who that is. Spike who? Spike Spielberg is bringing Hollywood to the Queen City. Y'all know y'all haven't heard of him. What you acting like y'all know him? You better know him. You better know. You better recognize. You can check out Spike Spielberg live from the director's chair weeknights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. www.blogtalkradio.com backslash skeebofits. S-K-E-E-B-O-F-I-L-M-S. Or log on to www.spikespielberg.com for more information. What's good, y'all? 
your boy Daydon Tolbert. I hope you're enjoying tonight's show. After you get done with them, come check me out on the Daydon Tolbert Show. I got the hottest celebrity guests, plus the best relationship and dating advice you'll find anywhere. Listen live weeknights at 9 by logging on to AskDaydon.com. And then come check out my new social network, DaydonsPlace.net, for a chance to win $1,000. It's the hottest show around. Peace. productive and long-lasting relationships in her new book relationship reruns how to break the cycle of choosing the wrong people for the right relationship being trapped in a relationship rerun is extremely frustrating and emotionally draining if you find yourself in an irritating cycle of unwanted unsatisfying and unhealthy relationship patterns year after year then this book is sure to break the chains that keep you bound to having the wrong people in your life the brand new book relationship reruns how to break the cycle of choosing the wrong people for the right relationship and also how to deal with a difficult woman is now available by logging on to www.tanyawhite.com once again that's www.tanyawhite.com pick up your copy today today Fantastic. We're ready for our guest tonight. And he is such so awesome because he stepped in at the at the midnight hour and so graciously agreed to come on and talk about relationships. And mm. that is none other than Daydon Tolbert. And he has a fantastic show here Monday through Fridays at nine PM on Block Talk Radio. And Mr. Boyd, do you have his bio? Or would you like to uh, you can do it. You can do it. I'll do the uh, ladies, and you can do the men. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dayon, he is from Philadelphia, and he is the author of the award-winning novel, The Love We Had, and I'm going to ask him about that because it looks hot. Uh, and he is also has the Ask Dayon uh, website where he talks about sex, dating, and relationships, volume one book, an advice column for several magazines. Dayton is also the founder and CEO of TB&D Enterprises, LLC, which was founded in May 2006. And in his spare time, he writes freelance articles on dating and relationships. Um, and, and on October 1, 2006, his self-published novel, The Love We Had, was released and has sold thousands of copies. Upon its release, it was named one of the top ten best of 2006 by the writers in whose panel of voters included best selling artists such as Zane, Karen uh-huh. Quinos, Miller, uh, and De Ma Poole, which is just awesome. It's you have Zane and Karen Miller on the panel and you were voted yeah. top ten, you 
That's saying it's hot, so I got to get it. All right? <laughs> I got to get it, Daydon. So welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White for the first but not the last time, I hope, Mr. Daydon Tolbert. Hello, Daydon. Good evening, everyone. I'm gr- it's, uh, really glad to be here. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to be on Real Talk early this morning. You're so awesome. <laughs> No problem, no problem. I, this is what I do for a living. So I, I mean, anytime I can talk about relationships, I'm I'm there. Just give me a call whenever you need me. Wow, and Mr. Talbert, we have my wonderful co-host Lothario Boyd on the What's line. Going on? What's going on, Dana? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Oh, good, good, good. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. All right, Dana, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some hot because you have some hot topics on your show. You say they're controversial, but I just say they're they're just the truth that nobody wants to deal with. Right, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, yeah. So before we get started, I always like to ask people, tell us who you are in your own words. Okay, um, you, I appreciate you uh, reading out my bio. That was uh, pretty much on point, but um, basically I, I host the Data on Tolbert show, and I have uh, celebrity guests. I, I give relationship advice, dating advice. Um, I am the author of The Love We Had, as well as my second novel, Ask Data on Sex, Dating, and Relationships. I also do an advice column for several magazines, and um, that, that's pretty much it. You know, my company, uh, TB&D Enterprises, helps um, self-published authors uh, achieve their literary dreams. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Data, uh, if you would, give us a kind of a, a, a synopsis of, of this award-winning novel. I mean, when she read the list of the, the, the celebrity panelists who – who, who um, you know, voted you as one of the ten, the ten best, uh, you know, for the right from the writers in. I was like, those are some heavy hitters. There. What, what's, what's kind of the gist of the of, of your novel, The Love We Had? The gist of the novel is, um, it's it's set on a college campus, and it's about a guy who is a regular everyday guy. He's in a fraternity. He's, you know, he's a little immature. He, he you know, has has his fun. He's kind of a player. Um, until he meets this woman who really changes his life uh, for the better. For the better, she makes him a better man and gives him a reason to want to settle down and put aside his player ways. And you know, she's obviously feeling the same way. But she has a crazy ex-boyfriend who okay. causes all types of problems in their relationship, and, and that's where the, the drama comes in. Wow. That's real yeah. life right there, Dave. That is real life. I was like, wait a minute, you been have you been watching me? What's going on? Now listen, why do you think people have crazy exes? Is it because what what is what is why do crazy exes come in and create havoc and why do people allow them to do that? One of the topics of my show recently was um are people crazy, really crazy, or is it uh, do they are they made that way by the things that their spouse does to them? And um, so, you know, to answer that question, I think that it's I don't think that the, you know the ex was really crazy, but he just was so he was so unable to let go. Of, some people have a problem letting go, and I understand that's one of the topics that we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. But a, a lot of people just don't, they're so wrapped up in the one person they don't know how to let that person go when it's time to let go, and as a result of that bad things tend to happen, which can be perceived as one being looked at as being crazy. Yeah. Well, we can go ahead and talk about it now. Why Why do people, the song I Hate That I Love You and all these other songs, you know, emotional roller coaster, why, why is it so hard for people to let go physically when really they've already let go emotionally? I have people right now I'm trying to uh, 
talk with and counsel, they they've let go emotionally, but they're still in that physical uh, relationship. I don't. Th- I, I I think I I disagree with that. I think that people. Th- it's really the emotional. I think okay. the physical is not is hard to let go of. It's they say that well I'm I don't I don't love him anymore I'm I'm ready to leave him alone but yes. deep down they're not there's those emotional ties there's those soul ties that really mm-hmm. keep people which when you have those ties that's when the physical comes as a result of those emotional ties okay okay so you're saying that it's really necessary to let go emotionally before you can let go physically oh definitely definitely people okay. think and they try to convince themselves that they're uh detached emotionally but they're really not which is when you have people going back and they end up having sex and and it's like an ongoing thing when they're out of the relationship they say they're broken up but you know both people know they're still very much involved with each other and and that's that's because of the emotional ties that still remain oh okay so so what in your opinion do you think women are becoming um quote-unquote sugar mamas and kind of in order to kind of guarantee that they keep a man in their life, you know, to, to kind of keep, have that man around as, a, as, a, as an incentive to keep him in her life? Definitely, definitely. There are some women and men, but um, namely women who are sometimes very insecure and have very low self-esteem, so they overcompensate in other areas like their wallet, like their bank account, like their home, like their credit, um, to keep that man who does not really want to be there, but he's going to take her for all she has, and She's okay with that, you know, because of the fact, and it all, a lot of it has to do with the self-esteem level and her confidence level that, and her inability to think that she can find someone who she doesn't have to do all those things for. And that's where the problems come in, where when women aren't 100% confident within themselves. Right. They, I know a lot of, especially when you after 30, 35, you're like, I might as well, you know, get with this guy. You know, nothing else good is going to come. I've heard friends say that they've gotten married and now they have problems in their relationships. And it's like, you know, settling. And like you said, it goes back to that self-esteem issue. Um, And them, you know, covering things up and thinking that everything's going to be all right because I want this so bad so it's going to work out. Do you find that sometimes? Right. It's like they, they want it so bad that they really are willing to do any and everything, which is why, we, you know, we have these climactic, climactic endings, um, you know, where people are looked at as being crazy because they feel like they've put so much into this, so much of their money, their time, their energy into these relationships, but then they find out that person is not reciprocating that. That causes them to just lash out in an uncontrollable way, and that's when you have the windows getting busted out and the people doing crazy things. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. Wow, yeah. yeah. It's deep. It's it's really deep. It's, it's one really of those. It really is deep. So how does one break that cycle, or no? How can somebody tell in the beginning without investing a lot of time uh, in the relationship that this person is not the one for me? I actually had a, a guest on one of my show. Uh, she was a great uh, a guest on my show a long time ago. Her name was Stephanie James Helms, and she wrote a book. Um, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but the 25 questions you need to ask a man before the third date. And uh, it's a really great wow. book, and, and and we had a whole show on it. And in a, in a nutshell, I, and we were on the same page with that because I counsel people to 
ask certain questions in the beginning of the relationship yeah. um, before you jump into a, a committed relationship so that you have an understanding of what this person is all about, what they're looking for, where they see themselves, so you can make a decision if that's you know somebody that you want to enter into a relationship with. And that way you can avoid a lot of drama that comes, on, comes along down the line. You know, that's... <laughs> Say it again, Tanya. What are some of those questions, Daydon? Some of those questions, like, and, and this is just from my book, and all this stuff is in Ask Daydon, Sex, Dating, and Relationships, Volume 1. And, you know, some of those questions are things like, just minor things, like, do you want children? You know, mm-hmm. what are you looking for in life? Um, how do you, where do you see yourself in the next five years? You know, how do you feel about a committed relationship? Uh, just, you know, what are you looking for? What, what are the types of things you look for in a woman? You know, and depending on how that man answers those questions, you can nip some some of this stuff in the bud. Like if he says, "Hey, I just got out of something. I'm not looking for a committed relationship. Right. I'm right. just looking to have some fun." You know, and and I just want to tell all the women listening today, l- actually listen to what men say. Thank you, know you so I mean? much. <laughs> don't <laughs> listen don't, to what they say. They not they not sugarcoating anything. We will keep it real with you, a lot of men, but a lot of women. We'll th- we'll say, well, he had sex with me, so even though he said he doesn't want a relationship, I know I can change him, and I know mm-hmm. he he he, he mm-hmm. took me out to dinner, so he does want to deal with me. But just because we our actions don't necessarily um, match what we're saying, you need to listen. If we say we don't want a relationship, we don't want a relationship. Don, you are a preaching boy. Period. He preaching. <laughs> That's good preaching. Period. <laughs> listen to what he what the man is saying. I'm gonna listen keep it real, to him, with y'all. Listen to him. And a lot of women get caught up. It's like so, but but it's like when the feelings and they say, okay, they they're so interested in keeping that man initially. They're like, oh, what, you know, he doesn't want a relationship. I'm I'm cool with that. I I don't mind waiting, or maybe I can change him down the line. And then the feelings get brought into it. And then the next thing you know, the woman is in love with that man, and you know he's feeling the woman too, but he still doesn't want that relationship. And then you know you catch him dealing with another woman, and then it's all of a sudden right. it's a problem. Even though he told you from the beginning he doesn't want a relationship. Please, sisters, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, just listen. So they, and if you so can't handle have... it, then do you think they should even like if the gentleman is just being nice and they just want to be friends? Do you think they they should agree to that if they've already told I... you? But in your mind, you're saying oh, I want a relationship. You know, maybe this. I think they should cut it off. They should not even. I... It's it's a a lot of you'd be surprised how many women are actually okay with having a strictly I'm gonna keep it real a strictly sexual relationship, you know a lot of women are okay with that but if you as a woman you have to know yourself mm-hmm. you know you you need to know yourself are you strong enough to have a sexual relationship with a man or intimate relationship with a man without catching feelings to the point where if that man doesn't reciprocate that you're gonna be okay. So if you if you if you're not okay with that, then yes, you need to cut that off. But if you are, then hey, you know you know everyone's an adult. You can do what you you know you need to do. Well, I think even when people even when people say that they are okay, you know, if you have sex enough, you know, there's a there's a chemical that's released in a woman's brain, and I, I think it's serotonin, but I can't I'm not positive about that, and I'm not sure about the um, the uh, the clinical. Terminology for but I know there is a there is a hormone that's released, and it's what triggers the cuddle the cuddle response after after sex. So so what happens if you have enough, especially if it's satisfying sex, if you have if if you have it enough, 
you will eventually, and I've heard the, the most staunchest of women say, start out saying, you know, I'm cool with that. It's just sex. It's just physical. And then six months later, they're in love with this guy, and they don't know how they got there. You, I just, I'm just a firm believer that you just can't continue to have sex on a, re, a repetitive basis and not develop some type of emotional connection. I, I, and, and there's, there's, science, there's, there's physical evidence to support that. But what I, what I wanted to ask you, Daydon, is when a man is in a situation like that, he's been up front. He's told you, look, I don't want anything from you, and the woman still comes on. Um, comes on strong. Do you think he has a moral a moral responsibility to her? To to um, and I think Tanya said in her in her she would she would cut off the relationship. But if he's if he's been honest and he's and especially if the relationship is physical, do you think he satisfied what um, his responsibility as far as being honest up front and saying that I don't want more than just you know having fun and 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 sex okay you know when we can do it. Does he owe her anything beyond that? I think in a perfect world, uh, a man would go ahead and cut it off. Like if if he's okay with the current situation and the woman is is really having a hard time not being in a committed relationship with that man that she, who she's developed feelings for over this six month period. Yeah, in a perfect world, that man would just say, "Hey, you know what? I I can see that I care about you. I can see you're not ready for this. I'm going to end it." But you know that really doesn't happen too often. Um, a lot of men don't have the like you said, the moral instincts to do that or the, um, just to be honest, just the, uh, I don't even know what to call it. They just don't do it for whatever reason it is. Um, and they end up having their cake and eat it. they avoid conflict? Right. They're, they want to have their cake and eat it too. Okay. They don't want the, they want the cow. But let me tell you, and I want to tell the women how to avoid this because this is what we're kind of getting to, that the way to avoid this, ladies, don't give the man the sex. You can have what you want, and there's a good way to figure it out. Don't sleep with the man. Make that man give you what you want before you are intimate with him. Therefore, there's no way that he can string you along. He's not gonna either. He's gonna leave you alone. Period. You know, because he's not getting what he wants. Or he's if he is interested in you, he's gonna enter into a relationship with you because that's the only way he's you know he's gonna uh, get what he wants. So either way, you're gonna get what you want if you don't sleep with him mm-hmm. you can't yeah, i always say I, real quick i say this all the time you a woman cannot get dogged women dog themselves you can't you know you gave it to the man that's good that's good it's true that's good it really is because like you said we have we ultimately have the power to say yay or nay exactly mm-hmm. and then you have to deal with it if you say no and he leaves you then good riddance that that means that was not uh Supposed to be, in, basically, and, right? It's, and it goes. Women, it goes. Go ahead. I, I was going to say. I was sorry. I was just going to say. Women give men ex- way too much power. Steve Harvey was actually talking about this recently. I, I mean, I've been saying this for years. You stop giving men the power. Take back the power. Um, you know, you can't. A man, a man will not be able to do what you do not let him do. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. It, it, it goes back to Tanya. You and I were talking one night about women, uh, people who cheat, mm-hmm. and and um, and I said to I said I would never be upset with the guy if if the woman that I was with cheated. Well, I'm not uh, cheated on me. Yeah, I'd be a little bit upset. But but the grander picture is this: he can't do any more to her than she will than she lets him do. 
Mm-hmm. So my my issue is not with him. Now, he's the one I can get physical with, but ultimately that won't solve anything. My issue is with her mm-hmm. because apparently there's something in between us that's not fulfilling her such to, to the degree that she would she would have to deal with him. And I and I tell people if you good sex will make you make bad decisions. Everybody's and I say and, and so if you if you keep the physical out of it, you force you force emotional intimacy and you force em, relationship intimacy. So now you can get a better picture of who this person is. Now you can decide whether this is somebody you want to be intimate or not. And as a, and as a Christian, we you know our our stance is that we you know we want to abstain till till marriage anyway. But the reality, unfortunately, the reality is that from time to time we do slip up. But but we but women have to stop using sex as an enticement to keep a man. It's his character and his personality and who he is that should that should want you to that should enable you to keep him or enable him to keep you, uh, not not good sex. That is so that was so apropos, Daydon. That was so good. I want to make an uh, excellent point here, and, and this is something a lot of women don't realize. And I'm just going to keep it real from a male perspective. Too many women think that they can, like just like you said, can keep a man with good sex. And, and I just want to tell the lady something that you may or may not know. Every man has had better sex than you. <laughs> you know, and I just want you to go. Uh, <laughs> so we can and, hear it. And, and women think that, oh, my stuff is so good and, you know, he, I can keep him. I know he's not going. He's had better and he is probably looking for better as we speak. So if you're going to keep him, you need to keep him with things outside of sex, because sex is, has absolutely nothing to do with, with, with keeping a man. Wow. wow. That is real That's... talk. If you just joined us, we're talking about I Hate That I Love You. We have our guest, Daydon Talbert, uh, and your show is on Monday through Friday. Is that correct, Daydon? Every night, Monday nights. Or, I'm sorry, uh, weeknights. Weeknights at 9 p.m., and we have our co-host, Lethario Boyd. Now, Daydon, I listened to one of your shows, um, and you were talking about uh, what women can do to keep their men happy, and you got some heated responses, huh? I did, I did. So we and love real talk on real talk. So real tell talk. Us, what are some things women can do to keep their men happy and satisfied? Now, and this is what I want to preface this because I did get some. I was actually a little surprised. I did a two posts. I did dating advice for women. I also did dating advice for men. It just so happened that I posted the dating advice for women first, mm-hmm. and a lot of women took you know offense to this, but it was in no way meant to criticize women or demean women or even suggest that women aren't doing their role. These are just some things that as a man and, and as a friend of other men, I know some things that will keep a smile on a man's face. Okay. You know what I mean? It's and you're going to give us both sides, but we're going to start with the women. Let's start with the women. Some, just some things, that, and this is a, a whole—it's a whole list. But I'll just name a few. One of the things is, you know, surprising us with gifts. You know what I mean? Uh, make our favorite meal for us. Uh, come home, nice something nice and spontaneous. That you know, when we walk in, you're just in some nice lingerie or just something that you know we'll like to see you in. And you know, and that's just you know. But I'm, again, I want to keep it real and get to the nitty gritty of some of the things that women had a little bit of a problem with. Um, and I don't, I don't find anything wrong with, um, keeping your hair and nails done, like, you know, preach, stay, yeah. stay in the gym. You know, a man likes to have something nice to look at. We don't, exactly. we, 
We love to see your nails done. We love seeing your toes done. We love seeing that hair done. You know, um, there's nothing wrong with keeping your body tight like we like it. You know what I mean? And these are things that men like. Uh, you know, and another thing, and outside of the physical, learn to be an effective communicator. When I say that, I mean, you know, a lot of women like to do the, the silent treatment. A lot of women don't. What's wrong? Nothing. Well, what do you mean? Why are you not talking to me? No reason. I'm just, no, I don't feel like talking. No, if, but knowing darn well that you, you, have a, you have a problem, talk about it. You know what I mean? Because, and, and again, this isn't to so put men down like to women. Talk, Don? We do. With okay. Men like, see, that's, that's a very common misconception. Yeah. You know, women think that men are just not communicators. But see, what that will do is it, it pushes us away. See, I get the advice questions. See, a lot of women, they don't want to hear this stuff, but I get the questions, why is my man cheating on me? Um, why am I single? Why do I have bad luck with men? It's not bad luck. It's maybe you're repeating a certain pattern, and it's time mm-hmm. for you. If you want something you've never had, you have to do what you you've never it. done to get it. Mm-hmm. And this list, is for, for a lot of women, are, is a list of things that they have never done. And, and you know what, Kanye, some women will make the argument, if I can just kind of piggyback as a man on what they Don is saying, some women will say, well, if you want to see my hair done, if you want my hair done, you want my nails see my nails done, why don't you pay for it? Well, like, but my thing is, like, wait a minute, we haven't made that kind of, com- we haven't made that kind of commitment yet. I'm t- Now, I would be more, when you become my girl, you become my fiancé, my wife, I'll be more than happy to, to, to continue that. But until we get to that level, these are things I need to see in place before we get there. I need to know that this is, in, this is important to you. And, and for me, and, and men are visual anyway. We are moved by what we see. So, I, I I look at it like this. I I spend four to five days a, a week in the gym, mm-hmm. you know, for an hour, hour and a half, you know, each each session. I, so being physically fit and active is for at my age now, being over forty, it's a it's a health issue as well as um as well as um being being in shape and being. But you know, to I feel like I'm an, I'm easy on the eyes when it comes to my physical attributes. I want someone who feels the same way. So now when so so you can't be mad at me when we're we've been together for three years and you're still eating um you're still eating ho hos and 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 you know a box of ho hos every day and wondering why I don't want to be intimate with you and my eyes are straying to these to these women who are you know who are fit and taking care of themselves exactly and let me tell you guys something else too ladies. Another thing, like you touched on an excellent point, and I like to use the analogy, if a man is walking down the street with Halle Berry, when he sees Beyonce, his head isn't going to turn but so much. Right. That's oh, that's good. That's good. That's true. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now I'm going to use your <laughs> material, man. I'm going to use, and I may or may not give you credit for it, so I apologize now. <laughs> Help yourself. Let, let, me go back, let me go back to what you said, um, Lothario, about, Women do get their hair; they always get their hair and nails done. That mm. is just a that is just a game that some women play to see if you're going to do it. Because before they met you, you can go to any shop Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, and it's packed. <laughs> well, they so, need to stop playing. Don't it's play a, with it's my phone. It's a game phone. to see if you're going to do it. And like Let me we tell talked you. about those four categories that men put women in. Women got some categories yeah. that they put men in, and uh-huh. the cash machine is one of them. <laughs> right. So I that's think that just women, the game. 
women do get that. A lot of women keep themselves up at when they're single. I found that, and men too. And trust me, ladies, I know I'm getting some of the hate mail and instant message. In I, I have a whole list <laughs> for men. I have a listing mm-hmm. of things that the man needs to do. But since we're talking about the women, some women tend to let themselves go once they already have their man. They mm-hmm. say yep. they're going to the hair salon every week. Then that becomes once every two weeks. Then it's every once a month. You know they're making appointments, and then and then that man starts to slowly but surely lose interest, and, and you know he, his head does start to turn a little bit. You need to do. Yeah. St- I song catered to you. Kelly Rowland says, "I'll remain the same chick you fell in love with." Yeah. And a lot of women don't. They don't remain that same chick, so to speak. You know, because yeah. they because they, they, they feel like the pressure's off now. I've got yeah. them so I can relax. But that's the time we need to tighten up. You know, but then it that. goes back to really what you're in the relationship for. Because if you're not in it for, you know, to compliment one another and to be your absolute best, you're just in it because I'm tired of being alone, I'm tired of, uh, you know, all my girlfriends getting married, then you're not going to do what you need to do to be your absolute best so that person can be their absolute best in the relationship as well. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'll go back to what, and we have a, a call, a hand raise. Miss Darnell Jervy has something to say. Y'all done sparked some interest in the incredible one. Hello. Hey, Dayton. Hey, Tanya. Darnell, how's, how's it going? Darnell was actually a guest on my show uh, twice, actually. All right, then. She's incredible. <laughs> yes, and I was I, I was waiting patiently, and I'm so glad you said it, Dayton, because I agree with you 100%, 100,000%. That as women, we have to, I love that song, Cater to You, and that's the point I was going to make. We have to remain that same chick. I mean, and I think it it goes back to your self-esteem because, you know, I'm all about empowerment and teaching people about the importance of, of empowering and pouring into themselves. And I think that if you love yourself, you want to look good. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it should just be a natural byproduct for my man to have me looking good, but I want to look good. I don't want him taking me anywhere, and I am not showing. And and people are not like, mm, yeah, he got a ten. He got that is so important. So if if that's not if your motive if your self esteem isn't right, then your motives aren't going to be right. And I think that it is so um, whack, for lack of a better way to say it, that women let themselves go. Yeah. Only because men are visually stimulated, but I don't know about anyone else, but I know, I believe that when I look good, I just naturally feel that much better. Right, right. I love to walk by the mirror and get a glimpse of myself and say, "Mm, girl, you got it going on, and then keep it moving. And if I love that, I have to imagine, just like you said, Dadon, if you're walking with Holly, you're not looking at Beyonce. If we would value ourselves more and keep our self-esteem intact, then we wouldn't deal with that particular issue. And I, when you had that posted on um, Facebook and the girls were talking about why is it that we got to go to the gym and all this kind of stuff, I didn't respond, but I was, I was thinking that you were right on. I, I think I that your point is valid, and I wish that more women would realize what you did to keep them is that old saying you have to do to, to keep What you did to get them, you have to do to keep them, and it's vice versa. You know, a man can't allow himself to waste away either. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's just, um, as women, we have this double standard, so to speak. I think it goes, you know, the coin flips both ways, so to speak. Right. But it is so important that you allow your self-esteem to remain intact because when you 
when you're having a good day, um, it is largely tied to, you know, the whole package, and you want to always present yourself as that entire package so that you can be incredible. Right, right. And, and I'm, you guys, I'm looking in the chat, and, you know, there's some people, say, and they're saying exactly that. What about the men? You know, what about the men with the pot bellies and the, you know, not keeping it tight? to the men in and, just a second, too. And, <laughs> may I say something real quick? May I just say something about that? See, and this is one of the fundamental problems. Too many women are saying, and when I read the list about the things the woman can do to keep their man happy, they immediately say, what about the men? No. Okay, we'll get to that. Like you said, we're going to get to the men. But you don't, it's not an insult. A lot of women don't know how to take advice, and they definitely don't know how to take criticism. Don't, wow. It's not a tip for Ted. Just say, hey, look, you need to stay in the gym, period. It's not, well, men need to stay in the gym, too. Preach, stay done. Hey, preach, boy. Well, like, like you said, it's for health reasons after a certain age anyway. Right, and, right, and, right. Oh, my God, that's why you're on Real Talk Day, Don. But we're going to take a break because you just kept mentioning Destiny's Child, which is one of my favorite groups. And we're going to play that song for you, okay? Okay. Take a break, and then we're going to talk about, and you're going to give the list for the men, okay, to satisfy yes, everybody and bring balance. So we'll bring back, balance, right. Back in about three minutes. <laughs>
Real Talk with Tanya White. Hot topic tonight. Hate that I love you, and we have our co-host, Mr. Boyd. What's going on, everybody? Hey, this is a hot topic. Oh, my God. Burning up. Burning up. Burning up. Burning up. Don is is preaching better than we saying amen. (laughs) You know, he is. And that's what I like. It's Real Talk with Tanya White. Uh, He's kicking the real talk. If you just joined us, we have Daydon Talbert on, and he gave us what um, women need to do to keep their men happy. And, Mr. Talbert, I just, hello, Mr. Talbert. Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Are you ready to give what men need to do so people can see that you're balanced? Definitely. And first, I just want to thank everyone for listening. If you enjoy this advice, check out the show every uh, weeknight. Weeknights yeah. at 9 p.m. at AskDadon.com. And we, I do this every night. I talk about the same stuff every night. But to keep it balanced and keep it, you know, I don't want people to think I'm a sexist or anything like that. Um, one of the main things that men need to do that they don't do enough of is be honest and upfront with women from the door. You know, every man has a plan for his woman uh, or for any woman. You know, he puts you in one of two categories when he first meets you. One category is, hey, I'm just going to have sex with you, and you're just going to be, you know, in that kind of this friend with benefits or jump off category. The other category being potential girlfriend, uh, relationship, something more than just a sexual partner, whatever it leads to, you know, and whether or not they're going to pursue something with you. So we know what we want from you. You know, after a few dates, we know what what direction it's going in. So men, be just be honest, you know, and. Don't be so deceitful and, and sneaky, and don't think, don't underestimate women to the point where you think you have to lie to them. If you know you just want sex from them, don't tell them, "Hey, look, I'm trying to marry you. I'm trying to make you my girl in three months." You know, just just keep it real with them. All right, be honest. That's that's one of the main ones. Uh, another one, in, in getting back to it, the gym thing, goes both ways, men. You know, we we sometimes the winter times we start getting that little that little stomach little pouch, work it out. You know what I mean? Just like men don't like looking at that, looking at that you know that gut. Women don't either. Women like a nice firm body to hold on to at nighttime, or just something to you know fill out your shirt. So, men stay in the gym. Give your lady something to, to look at. It, it definitely goes a hundred percent both ways. One of the the most we have a, a question in the chat. Okay. About the gym, uh, sister, sister, sister wants to know what happens in time of illness, uh, and you can't go to the gym. Then what? Or, and I guess she's trying to say, will the man lose interest? What? I think that in time of illness, when you have a, a man that really cares about you, you know, he will overlook it and he will understand that. I'm just talking about pure laziness, you know. Okay. Outside Everybody of everybody hear that? Just pure laziness. Right, and that again, that goes both ways. You know, men get lazy, women get lazy sometimes. Just eliminate the laziness, and I think both people will be will be happy. Um, and if I could interject something here, we have to understand that everybody doesn't like the same thing. Now, personally, I don't like. Well, no, I'm not gonna say I don't like. My preference is not for very very slim women. Um, just like you have some brothers. Who, whose preference is for the um, the more voluptuous sister. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're not saying that everybody has got to rush out and get a gym membership. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is is we want you to look, we want you to be in your best health or as, bring us the best you that you can bring. 
And and what we need to do is bring the best us that we can bring. And part of it is is being in, in the best health that we can be in. And a lot of that has to do with being physically active, going to the gym, taking care of ourselves. But by no means are we saying are we saying that if you're eighteen, you gotta you are you're you're not gonna find anybody unless you're a six. We're not saying that. Not at all. But but what we are saying is, you know, you've got to bring me you know, and work with the best make the best of what you have and, and Daydon is right, a lot of a lot of women just do not take the time to take care of themselves and, and bring forth that, that appeal. And you know, you, you hit it on the head. I can't I can't remember which one of you said, but when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you exude a different type of um attitude and a different type of charisma and that's a draw for a man. Um I think it was hello? Oh. And um and so I think that's the thing that becomes attractive. We we all are attractive to somebody. God didn't make ugly. That's just somebody that's just people who don't appeal to me. But then there there are people that I don't appeal to and I'm okay I'm okay with that. So we gotta keep it in perspective, you all. It's not about rushing out there and losing seventy five pounds. That's not what we're saying. We're saying be the best you you can be. Present the best the best picture of you that you can present, men and women. And that's an excellent point. Just to take it a step further, remain the same chick we fell in love with. Remain the same man. If you were a size 18 when we met you, hey, you know, it's not too much we can say. But if you become a size, you know, 30 after you were 18, I don't even know if that's a really real size. But, you know what I mean, it's, it doesn't matter. As long as you are how we met you, we can, we can roll with that. And that's probably what you just need to focus on. Right. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the health issue, too. We, you know. You have to be healthy. Healthy does not mean skinny. Healthy means healthy you. So, but but now if you are slim and that's your natural yeah. state, so be it. I mean, yeah. you know that we want. You know, we we're not picking on a particular body type or anything like that. In fact, Tanya, I would even go so far as to say, uh, being a regular gym member, you know, I see a lot more. Let's, let me put it this way: I don't see a lot of sisters in the gym. Right. At all, and yeah. so, so I don't. So you can't get mad at me right. when I'm looking for someone who shares a similar interest, and she's not, um, and she's not a woman of color. Oh, that goes to another hot topic, Dayton, that you talk about, right? What What's that? Oh, why men uh, uh, date? Oh, is it you? Let me get it straight. Maybe it's not you. Do you talk about interracial dating? Oh, I I have. I definitely talk about interracial dating. Okay. I think, and and just to touch on that, I think that um, was your question why do why do men uh, date outside their race? Yes. Because that's an excellent question. I think that um, some people have issues. You know, I think that it's a very complicated. I have a problem with men and women who say I only date white women or mm-hmm. I only date yeah, I black do. men. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't have a problem with anyone who happens to find love outside of their race. Love right. is way too hard to find, period. You know, I don't care, black on black, on white on white. It's hard to find that and to maintain that. So if you can find love, true love, in any race, I, I'm all for it. But, you know, don't, you can't lump a whole race together and say black men do this or black men or black women are a certain type of way because you just, you can't stereotype people that way. Right, right. And, and the reason the reason why I was saying that, Daydon, is because it seems to be, I think, I think, um, white women have a tendency to be more body conscious uh, 
because of the media, uh, the sisters. So, I, and I think, you know, the only time I see sisters in the gym en masse or in, in large numbers is when it's like two weeks away from the bike rally and they're trying to get into a bikini that, you know, they should have started last year trying to, to get into. And, um, and, but that for me, that's a, but I see a lot of brothers in the gym, and, and that's a point of interest. It's a point of commonality. It says that we have something in common. And so what I was saying is that, you know, you've got to be conscious of, of the fact that, um, you know, bro- some brothers are doing some things that sisters are not doing as a point of interest, so don't be upset when you see us branching off into, you know, into, into other, other types of women. Wow, that's that's that's, that's what I was saying. What do you say, Data? Did we lose Data? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, I lost you guys for a second. No, I'm here. Um, I, I agree with you. I, I think that that's an excellent point. That black women, in particular, I've noticed have uh, have a problem when women uh, or when they see black men with white women and i don't think you should be mad the same way i wouldn't be mad if i saw a black woman with a white man that would say tell me i need to step my game up and i need to start doing something you know better i would congratulate that man if you can hold down a black woman hey more power to you <laughs> you know what i mean you're doing something right if you if you could got what she absolutely did. hey absolutely. i'm not a hater i would never hate on another <laughs> man for anything so something else uh, so, so everybody doesn't think y'all just about body types. I don't want anybody no. to think these are two great gentlemen and they're kicking real knowledge about relationships. I mean, I, now I will say this: I, I'll be 44 in in, Ju, in July, and one thing I have learned is that you know what, beauty is is a matter of perspective. Now I'm at the point in my life is like you know what I've done. I've dealt with plenty of attractive women, but you know what. That's just, and I even say this in my book, attraction is a starting point. What is on your mind? What are you saying that can keep my attention? What, what do you have going on? Because, outside, because I, you know, that's not going to, you're not going to look like that for the rest of your life. So now I've got to find something to connect to. You're, you look, I mean, again, attraction is just a point of connection. It's not the basis, or it shouldn't be, of what keeps us together. So now... I see you, you're attractive, and you've got my attention. But now you've got to keep my attention. Yes. So it's not, a, it's not just about what you look like. And, and women have a, I don't know why it is, and I think it, they have a tendency to think it's about what you, what you look like, and it's not just about what you look like. I think it's a defense mechanism, you know, to make it about what you look like as an excuse not to do, uh, you know, as, as, a, not, as an excuse not to do your best. And, and yes. let me just, I think since we're talking about body type, I want to get off of body type and really mm-hmm. talk to women about some other reasons why men cheat. It's not all about physical, see, and there's a, a very, very common misconception that men are not communicators or, or cannot communicate effectively, and that is one of the main reasons why men cheat. And not has nothing to do with the physical. It can, a lot of times it can do, it can do with a woman not embracing what that man is passionate about. Um, yes. For example, That's if a, a man point. is a yeah, if a man is not is he, if he's a writer and a woman every time he wants to share some ideas that woman is uninterested or not showing the type of interest that he's looking for and say another woman is that's an that's a a physical stimulation you know that will t- turn that man 
to that other woman, even though that other woman may, his woman may be everything that, uh, you know, most men would supposedly want, that other woman who may be less attractive is showing that man what he craves and giving him what he's looking for in his own woman. Mm-hmm. And that can be a reason why a man would cheat. Um, a woman not being able to communicate effectively. When a man wants to talk about something, every time he tries to talk to her, she's disinterested, she mm-hmm. shuts down, she's you know uh, just unconfrontational, so she just runs away from problems. That can make a man look towards someone else where he can be fully, he can express himself and, and just get get that support he's looking for. And, and women don't understand that a lot of times. Mm. Wow, I'm just taking notes over here, Daydon, because you... I'm, Everything you're saying, I always talk about, and it goes back again. You got to know what you want, and you got to. Uh, when you don't want that, if somebody's giving you what you don't want, you have to be strong enough to let it go, and mm-hmm. stop trying to press the issue. Uh, let's talk about Dayton, baby mama, baby daddy drama. Okay. Because you know the summer's coming up. Switching relationships, baby mama's going to get mad, mm-hmm. or baby daddy's going to get mad. Why do we have all the drama between parents who are really supposed to be looking after the best interests of the kid, but they're still trapped in their own little uh, relationship hang-ups with each other? I think one of the main problems with that is, we, like we were talking about earlier, people are unable to let go and move on, mm-hmm. um, even though they're, 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 the couple is not together and now that puts them in the category of baby mama, um, you know, they're still trying to hold on to, okay, you're, you're my son's father. You're going to be in my life in some way. You know, instead of accepting, okay, this is the situation, let's maintain a good relationship for our children or child, they try to make it something that it's not. And then when you, know, when you see that man with, you know, another woman, you try to manipulate him, manipulate his time, his affection, and, and his money, and just, just, it's just a bad situation. So just accept it for what it is and move on, and you'll be happier, your child will be happier, everybody will be happier. And, you know, and that's not to say that everybody has drama because I, I, um, I have a quote-unquote baby mama, mm-hmm. and we have always, we have, we have always um, gotten along, and, and, we have always maintained a friendship. Now we're not. We haven't always been bosom buddies. She's married now, and now she, um, her husband and I are very good friends. We're very, very close, and um, and so we've. I've gotten closer to my son's mom too. But but um, the one thing that we agreed on was that in the very beginning is that it was not about us. It was about our son. Um, we we understood that the relationship was over that we didn't owe anything to each other, and we made an agreement on how we were going to conduct ourselves when it came to our child. So there were, we put the expectations in place, and we didn't have any unresolved issues. And I made it a point to never put her in a position where she had to ask me for something when it came to my son. I took the lead on that and said, this is what I'm going to do. This is I need to provide this. I need to provide that. Um, I I'm the one who did, I handle all the lunch, I handle extracurricular activities, I pay for the drum lessons, I pay for the doctor visits. I pay. So, so my point is this, if a woman doesn't have a reason to complain about something, 
then you're not going to have that drama. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and, and I can, I'm only speaking from the man's perspective, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in the raising of your child, then you're not going to have a problem. I've never paid, in fact, I've never paid an ounce of child support, but that's because I'm already so much financially invested in my son. I, I pay more than what I would have paid, but I've taken the responsibility of that. He is my, my pride and joy, and I, 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 I am with him not only financially but in time. I'm I'm his coach. I'm his football coach. I I have been since he's been playing the sport. He's 11. He started when he was six or when he was five. So men have to understand that the end of the relationship does not absolve us of our responsibility. Wow. Well, I raise a whole uh, generation. I teach a whole generation of kids who are engulfed in baby mama, baby daddy drama, and they write about it in Miss White's writing class. And so it's a whole generation. But, hey, gentlemen, we have a call from Oklahoma, I believe, 580, who has a question for you. Hello, welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Blog Talk is so great, guys. Definitely. Your host, co-host, guest, and everybody yes. else. Hello, BC. <laughs> is this BC? That's always, ma'am. Hello, thank you for calling. You had some questions? Yeah, ma'am, uh, what, what I'm trying, you know, um, certain things, you know, I agree with certain things I totally disagree with you know Mm -hmm. men are not generally expressive okay we sit there like like lame brain a lot of us okay and and my my thing is i'm trying to find out where do you go to find these women that you're talking about and and the question was um the guy who can hold down a black woman you know it's not that you know you have to put yourself in in the proper place you know everybody it's not the same, like you said before, mm-hmm. okay? And you just can't go in, in, in any place and just pick somebody up. And this gym thing, I've been in the military for 28, 25 years, matter of fact, you know, run every morning, right? That's not what I'm looking for, you know? The first thing is you see a whole lot of physical attractive individuals. We were talking about Halle Berry, but Halle Berry is unstable. If you sit <laughs> up here in, in, in relationships, after relationship and got abused, and, and a man tell you, he likes women, right, and he's cheated, and you know that. He would cheat again, and you marry that individual. I don't care how, how good you look, what gym you go to. You are very unstable. Well, I think one of the gentlemen made the point that that's only the starting point, but then yeah. uh, you uh, there has to be something else to hold that, and that's where the – but that's the starting point. Right, I was using the Halle Berry anal- as an analogy. Just if you have Halle Berry on your arm and you see Beyonce, you're going to be less tempted. Look, so I mean, not Halle Berry, you know, per se. I mean, right. a, a beautiful woman. You're going to be less tempted to look at another beautiful woman walking down the street. That's yeah, but you know, but sometimes what what we did, right? I work in the school system also, you know, and I'm trying to teach these young men and especially these young, you know, in the inner city. You know, um, single mothers and different things like that, very disrespectful and so on and so forth, right? And I'm trying to teach these individuals not to sit up here and always glorify these individuals who think they look good without a brain. You know, talk to that individual. You understand what I'm saying? Find out what those individuals are about and what happens when they see these things and they hear these things, you know, about she has to go to the gym and she has to do I understand physical fitness and stuff like that, trust me. You know, after being being in this military for a long time, I understand that. But the biggest thing is we have to have another approach because look what you're having. 
you having a mother who is about 20-something years old, and the kid is, what, 15 or whatever it is. The grandparents is about 30-something or close to 40, right? And they're living in that type of environment where there's no teaching. So what happened? We have to show them better instead of trying. And I think, I think it was really dogging out women. I, I really did. What, you know, the and leaving the men, and leaving the men, and every time I go on different shows, I hear that thing, out Tanya, about the women, the women, the women, and and I see in my community a bunch of trifling but men. Did you hear my list about how to? I, under, with, I heard, men, I heard, too? It. I heard it. Okay, it goes both ways though, definitely. Yeah, it's so a balanced approach, and you know, we all at Real Talk, we we can agree to respectfully disagree. We're not always going to see eye to eye, but that's what the world. Is about? That's what makes it always, go around. Always. And, yeah. and, and again, you know, for for and, and I think what we're saying is is that um, you know, and I and I say it in, even in my book is that attraction is a starting point, but it is not the all to end all. And we all have our own different ideas about what is attractive and what is not. And you know, it's it's important, but it's not the most important. And, and I think it, it bears repeating that, um, you know, we all have things that we deal with. We all have issues. It's really a matter of how, how we deal with those issues and in a, in a way that's positive and allows us to still have um, relationships that are fulfilling. Understand. So, understand. But, but can I ask you one thing, though? My thing is, as a man, if I meet you, right, and I marry you, okay, and I'm going to the gym and you're sitting at home and I'm complaining – I need to get my butt off and say, look, babe, we're going for a walk around the block. We're doing this. What we do, no, it's all well and good to take her out to dinner and all that good stuff and feed and bring her home. But you don't want to walk with her. You don't want, and I see that all the time with us, right? We'd rather go to the gym and leave the wife at home, right? You know, leave the gym, go around, walk, walk, with, walk and talk, do these things instead right. of sitting up here and right. taking the dinner. Yeah, I think but it now, goes I... back to going back to those foundational relationship uh, questions and Asking people and seeing if y'all compatible in the beginning, because right, if you right. do that, then you won't get to the middle or to you know invested many years in it and because, see okay because, they don't like the same thing. I like, but our time is quickly running out. BC, oh, yeah, do you yeah. have any last questions before I mute you out? No, man. Always enjoy. Hey, always enjoy you and your show, then. Thank you so much, BC. All right, well, and, thanks for the guest. Okay, thanks. All right. Hello, oh, oh, gentlemen, this is a hot topic. Date on. That's yeah. why you're on Real yeah. Talk, because you bring it. You bring it. Mm-hmm. But give out your contact information uh, again before I, we wrap it up with you. Okay, everyone, please tune in to the Dadon Tolbert Show weeknights at 9 o'clock p.m. You can listen live by going to AskDadon.com or BlogTalkRadio.com slash Dadon Tolbert. And um, please join my new uh, urban social network, DadonsPlace.net, where you can create a profile. I'm actually giving away $1,000 to one member of Dadon's Place. It's like the new Facebook, the new MySpace. Check it out. You'll be pleasantly surprised. And that's really going to be, you're going to give it to Tanya White, right, Dadon? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, listen, Dadon, you have been a joy, a pleasure. You kicked Real Talk uh, on Real Talk with Tanya White. You give a balanced approach. I don't want anybody to think he's one-sided. I want you to listen, listen to the archives, and listen to what he says. And remember, we're not always going to agree, but that's that's what makes the world go round. Dadon, what do you want to leave with the audience 
about being in relationships that you know you don't want to be in, but you should let go, but you're still there anyway. I want to I want to leave with them. Please, you know, don't, never settle for less than you know you deserve. You're all beautiful. Like like you know, like everyone's been saying, we're all beautiful. We, God doesn't make ugly. So you know, just don't settle for less than you deserve. Take your. It's okay to be by yourself. A lot of people yeah. stay just to because they're afraid to be by themselves. Never mm-hmm. sell yourself short. Mm-hmm. There's somebody out there for you. Yes. Well, you have been a gym. Just dynamic, Thank you, so much. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Dadon, I'm going to be in contact with you, man, because I, um, I I really like to pick your brain some more about some things. Um, really like what you what you what you what you're working with. I'm I'm looking at your um, your site now. Is, is this you? Is, is that you with the on the cover of your book? Um, uh, the, yes, the, with with your back towards with the no with no, the no that's not me on no that's not me on the love we had that that's yeah, you on okay. Okay. okay okay. I just, but um, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely be in contact, brother. Because I I, okay. I I need to pick your brain. So hit me up on datonsplace.net. Create a profile, and I'm, that's where I'm at most of the time. Okay, uh-huh. okay, we'll do it. Th- we'll do it. Thank you so much, Dadon, and I will follow up with you later. Thank you so much. Have a good night. You too. You t- you too, man. All right. All right, Mr. Boyd. <sighs> Tanya, this time goes by so fast. Man, I'm I was up, just taking a lot of notes. I know. I'm upset because it's but almost don't be over. upset. I know. We're down to 10 minutes. And every I want to say thank you to everyone in the chat who's been listening, giving great conversation. Uh, BC, Deacon Talks just joined us. Honey Cheeks 89. All the guests, uh, Sister, 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 Dadon, uh, Arthur Shalana, the Revivalist. And all, everybody who was there, thank you so much. This is a bonus show of um, Real Talk with Tanya White. Our normal days are Thursdays at 6 p.m. If you have a show or a website, please put it in the chat. Uh, sometimes I forget to say that because I'm so engrossed in the awesome conversation. But please do that. Uh, this is a, a listener-free show. Lothario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo. I'm yeah, going to have uh-huh. to go. <laughs> Have me a cool drink. This this show was yeah. so hot, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and I love it. I love it. Um, and I I love the interaction, and um, I'm I I like the fact that I had another passionate man on the show, and it's it's refreshing to know that we are saying the same thing. So it lets me know that the principle is is a is a the principles that we are discussing on this show, Tanya, are principles in truth. Um, it doesn't vary from person to person. It, we're, we are all saying the same thing, and and you know we're waiting on people to to, un, to to get it, to understand it. Does that make does that make us perfect? No, but it does mean we have some in, insight um, into some things that people are just not taking the time to uh, to think about. They're just winging it and and hoping for the best, and they're not being purposeful. They're not being as purposeful in their relationships as they are in other aspects of their life. I'd say this to a lot of men and women all the time. We take time to uh, find the the car that fits us, that's in our price range that we can afford. We take much time to find the, the, the perfect outfit, shoes, houses. But we are just so haphazard about relationships that ultimately ha- are very 
detri- can be detrimental if we hook up with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And we rush into so many things, and, and like you said, Latheria, it goes back to knowing who you are and really being purposeful about those relationships because little do you know, yeah, you may be high right now, the love, you know, you high on love, caught up in the rapture, but <laughs> three years down the road, yep. and we haven't even touched on this, say you marry somebody that you really don't know. Three years down the road, what happens? A financial tragedy, a illness tragedy. Is that the person you want? Right. Can they That's handle what that? That's what happened to me twice. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Lothario so, Boy, you, you're just so awesome. Well, thank you. Thank really, you. You, you. But you make it easy. You make it very easy. I try, You know, I'm, I'm the consummate hospi- hospitality person. I like to yeah. invite and welcome everyone. So, Lothario, we're down to almost six minutes. I want you to leave Real Talk with Tanya White. The topic was, I hate that I love you. <laughs> I hate that I love you because I'm still with this person. Right. And, you know, some people, they just can't let go. What will you, what can you leave with somebody who's trapped, entangled, tied up, caught up in the rapture of what they say is love, but it really is not? Well, at some point, you have to ask yourself, do you, you know, are you truly happy? And if you are not, what are you going to do about it? My pastor has a saying, he says, we will not change what we tolerate. Mm. So, so you won't change anything until you've, you've just had it up to here. And, uh, and, I'm, you know, and, and another question he said that he, he poses quite often is, is, are, is the person you're with the very best you could do? Mm. Is that the absolute best that you could do? If you think you can do better than what you have right now, wow. then you're not with the right person. Wow. Who's your pastor? <laughs> that, um, um, he's uh, Pastor Otis Lockett Sr. of Evangel Fellowship okay. Word Ministries in, here in, in Greensboro, North Carolina. And so if you think you can do better, you're not with the right person. That is, you know, that is, that, that is good. I'm gonna have to, you're going to have to email that to me. Put it as a thought for the week. Because, okay. you know, a, a lot of people sit, they get that might as well hell person. I might as well hell. We've been together five right, right. years. It's been, it's been ten years. Yeah. I guess we might as well do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 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 you know. And, you know, I speak only for the sisters because I hear it, you know, after 30, 35, and everybody's at the family reunion picking you, picking you, picking you. Right, and right. When, when are you going to get married, baby? When are you going to have some children? I'm thinking, look. Have you even asked me if I'm really ready? But that's what something you that? want. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Lothario, once again, you're in the Real Talk TIP, tremendously important people. Thank you so much. But I, I, I wear that distinction with honor. I yeah, do. so I'm going to have to get you a shirt, Real Talk TIP. <laughs> <laughs> You've been so phenomenal. Give them well, your information you. so they can get your awesome book, The Man's Guide to Finding the Perfect Mate. Okay. Well, they can reach me. Um, they can order by um, via online at www.gibraltarpublications.com, and that's G-I-B-R-A-L-T-A-R Publications. Um, also, you can reach me at Lothario at gibraltarpublications.com. 
Um, my website has well, website has a segment where you can ask the author. So if you have questions, um, but you guys don't forget the phenomenal um, Tanya's tips at www.tanyawhite.com. Get your copy of Relationship Reruns. Uh, it will revolutionize the way you think about relationships. It helped me, even though I had my own book out. Get go out and get How to Deal with a Difficult Woman. I'm telling you, it's going to help you. Don't forget about um, advertising sponsorships that are available on Real Talk. Um, you can you can make inquiries, and um, uh, it's affordable, it's effective, it's going to work. She has listeners around the world. She has, um, and she's and she's seen around the world. You guys take advantage of it. If you if you, if you either reach her at www.tanyawhite.com or you can email her at realtalk at tanyawhite.com. Do it today. Don't wait. Okay. Do it now. <laughs> Man, you have really worked hard today, Rosario. I'm striving. I'm oh striving. My God. You have been phenomenal. Well, well you, you wrapped it you all too. up. You too. <laughs> you know, I just we make like a great team. You know that, don't you? You know, I'm going to send this proposal to Kathy Hughes of Radio 1 and ask her, you know, you need a slot. <laughs> we just need 90 minutes. Come That's on. That's all. That's all. You brought it up. You know, you're just so easy and you're so, just so gracious. But listen, join us Thursday, our regular day. We're going to be okay. talking about, it's still Women's Month, talking about women who are shaking up the literary world. Then join us next Sunday for our part one of Girl, Handle Your Business. We're going to have some <laughs> business experts on like for that. all women in business because we need to handle our business from branding, from marketing, from getting that money to finance it. That's part one next Sunday at 7 and then part two will be Tuesday, the 31st. And, uh, yeah, sign up for Tanya's Tips. But, you know, as I, as I always say, I love music. And I'm going to close with one of my favorite songs from Fantasia. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. And that's what you need to do if you're with somebody that you hate to love. I see y'all. I will see you all Thursday at 6 p.m. And starting in April, we're going to be at a new time, so check that out. But, this is Fantasia. Free yourself. Lothario, I'll follow up with you in just a few moments, okay? Okay, I'll be here. You guys have a good weekend. Oh, oh, oh.